What could creative thinking, original thought and innovation mean for you and your business? In this information economy, knowledge is power. So how can you boost the quality of your ideas? I'm joined in studio by Tazni Mohammed, Chief Imagination Officer at the Think Team, a global innovation management consultancy. Tazneem, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Now, Tizim, how should people think about the role of innovation and ideas in their businesses? And just give us a few examples of those. Okay. So increasingly, innovation is becoming more and more important for organizations. And that doesn't matter what size of organization it is. And the reality is that we live in an ever-changing global economy. Yes. So with technological advancement, um, disruption in various industries and globalization, there's a need for organizations and individuals to be more agile mm -hmm. and more flexible mm -hmm. in the way they respond to both external and internal changes and hence the need to develop high quality ideas and implement them on an ongoing basis. Mm. So what examples of those ideas would it be? Okay, so it could be customer service improvements that, for instance, you might be following a certain process for the past few years and it might work quite well. Whereas your customers, the ones on the other side, might have better suggestions in terms of what would make that a better customer experience. And it's about being able to tap into those different voices and tap into the ideas and the collective power of those ideas that make innovative companies truly cutting edge. Mm. Now, there's a lot of influence on people to start opening up small businesses. How can they tap into the whole being innovative and creative within their small businesses? So in terms of competency for a new entrepreneur, I believe innovation and creativity is one of the most critical competencies. Because at any life cycle of your business, you're continuously thinking, you need to think about outdoing the competition, yes. even before you start. So um, being able to apply those thinking methodologies helps you to create a very um, differentiated competitive edge before you actually even launch into the market. Mm. Now, Tasneem, are there practical steps that people as well as companies can take in order to create a creative culture? Absolutely. So, you know, we use the word innovation and creativity quite loosely. Yes. But generally, <laughs> your most innovative organizations invest heavily in innovation strategy. So a proper innovation strategy requires both an investment in people, process, mm -hmm. systems, and building that culture. In terms of the organizational culture building component, it's about firstly leadership, taking the forefront in terms of promoting risk, the willingness to be able to try new things out and whether it works or not is to encourage people to do that. Obviously, there are ways to take calculated risk, but mm. if you don't promote risk, people will always be resilient to, be, uh, to share those particular ideas. Mm. Um, another practical step that organizations can take is to actually start promoting the culture of trust and openness and that it doesn't matter what your idea is, every idea has potential and possibility. So a culture in which people feel relaxed to be able to contribute um, the ideas and feel safe, those are the organizations that would be able to draw more creative competence and good thinking. Mm. So creativity isn't only 
limited to creative industries. Whether you're in the accounting industry or whether the medical industry, you can find different ways to differentiate yourself in order to be creative. Absolutely. But what do you do with individuals that say, oh, but I'm not a creative person? Okay. So a lot of that um, stems from, you know, I'm not creative, you are. Yes. And that stems from a lack of basic education in thinking creatively. I believe that if you're given the right tools and the processes and understand that creativity in itself can mm. be a process that you can learn, people then become or suddenly understand that, oh my word, if I actually think about it as a process and apply my mind to it, I have the same ability to be able to push my thinking and generate quality ideas. Uh -huh. So then how do we increase the likelihood of coming up with good creative ideas in our everyday lives? Okay, so there are, uh, there's a multitude of um, techniques and methodologies that are available out there. Also investing in creative thinking courses and education, but also looking at what's available online. Mm. There's a multitude of different techniques that you can practice, even at home with your kids, which then, um, and they say the more you practice creative thinking techniques, your brain forms new neural pathways, which eventually allows you to start thinking creatively automatically. So surrounding yourself with people that are creative, does that help in any way in terms of how you think? Um, absolutely, and not just creative, um, diverse people. So whether you're creative but surrounding yourself with a structured process-driven accountant, you can draw something from that process. So it's more about the diversity and embracing diversity and the uniqueness and how you can draw and tap in from that different information mm -hmm. to create and unlock new opportunities. Wow, that's very interesting. So is play an important part of increasing openness to new ideas? Absolutely. So when we play and give people um, the opportunity to play you in a relaxed environment, you're able to let your hair down and automatically you're more free flowing in terms of your thinking process and you're able to generate more quality ideas in a relaxed environment. So what you're seeing globally is an increasing trend in terms of bringing play into the physical workplace. So lots of creative gyms um, starting with uh, in organizations, converting boardrooms into playrooms. And this shows that um, there is definitely a need for adults to play as well. But how often do adults actually play? Do they even participate? Well, look, like I said, again, it boils down to organizational culture and leadership. So when there's a proper strategy and people understand that you're just not doing this for the sake of doing it, but it's linked to a specific purpose and strategy, people are equipped with the processes and the tools to play creatively. Mm. They then participate in a more easy way without the challenges of resistance. So talking about play, what are some of the exercises that you do with your employees in order to their, for them to unlock their creativity? So a simple thing, um, a zootrot, which is some of the things that we do with clients. If you're stuck in your thinking, taking a walk in the zoo and using references or metaphors of certain animals or that you see in that particular zoo and applying it to your specific challenges. Oh. Um, using random objects on your desk, um, getting people to bring a favorite picture from home and applying that analogy of the picture or the story to a challenge that you're facing. Also giving people the space to be able to be creative and play and um, there's a multitude of techniques that you can use but it's about bringing fun back into the environment as well. Jeez, we definitely need fun coming back yes. into the environment. <laughs> Lastly what are the big creativity killers? I know a lot of people want to be creative they try to be creative but there's always stumbling blocks. What are they and how do we keep them at bay? 
Okay, so I think one of the biggest um, stumbling blocks is not understanding the different um, innovation profiles within a team. So yes, you're going to get your naysayers and every idea they're yes, going to object towards it. But when people understand that there's a role for everyone to play, including the crazy creative that's going to bounce off crazy ideas. And when you understand different people's personality profiles and their innovation profiles in your particular team, you understand the way they tick and what makes them work, but also their role in the innovation process. So you can give them their space to be crazy or to be the critique. Mm. And in the innovation cycle, there's room for everyone to play. So it's from the analytical process-driven um, person to your blue sky thinking, crazy creative, to the team person that needs to get people to gel and work effectively together. So there is room. So a lot of it stems down to education around innovation, how it actually works um, from a leadership perspective. How do you promote that culture of trust and openness and fun and engagement? Yes, Tazdim has been a very interesting chat. Thank you so much for joining us and we hope to see you helping us get more creative. Thank you very much. That was Tasneem Muhammad, Chief Imagination Officer at the Think Team.